0: Why would millions of people's phones give them an SOS message which prevents someone from making any calls, even to 911? Pharmacies and Change Healthcare, the nation's largest healthcare technology company, are even reporting outages. Is this an EMP attack? Is this predictive programming? The Obama's movie, Leave the World Behind, comes to mind. What does the Bible say is happening? All of this and more today on the End Time Show. Welcome to the End Time Show. Vince Stegall here with Doug Norvell. We're taking your calls. The number to join us is 877-END-TIME, 877-363-8463. Speaking of SOS messages, supply chain issues could arise amidst a national crisis and food supplies could diminish. There may be a day when you can't even check out at the grocery store due to their dependence on technology, a day much like what we've experienced today across our nation. Go to readypantry.com slash end time to get an affordable three-month emergency supply of food. They offer amazing 25-year shelf-stable food and includes meals for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Not to mention, you have the peace of mind getting to know you have an emergency supply of food ready for anything from cyber attacks to war, Ready Pantry is an American-based company with all products sourced here in America, and they're offering discounts of up to 20% off for 3 to 12 months supply. So go to readypantry.com slash end Use code end time and save an additional 10% off your order today. Plus, you're going to get free shipping on all orders. So be sure to use the code end time. Doug, we've survived the EMP attack, or at least so <laughs> far, or the supposed EMP attack.
1: Yeah, well, so a lot of people are saying that this could be a dry run for that, you know, to see how America reacts to it. Um, you know, other people are saying, Vince, that this was, um, well, I've heard everything <laughs> from a uh, a SIM, uh, what's it called, a SIM card? SIM card malfunction, yeah. I think you said earlier, yeah. Yeah, to uh, a server problem to now I'm hearing that this is solar flares. So, uh, you know, we, we don't know, but we wanted to present this today to everybody as a way to kind of to look at what's going on around our world and kind of see how things are shaping up and and to get you thinking along the lines of what this could be and what it could be like if this was indeed a cyber attack and what could happen because of that so um i know that people are going to think that this is fear-mongering uh today probably a little bit but we're going to look at it uh from all different angles we'll we'll look at what happened and then we'll uh, we'll look at some of the things that could happen in the near future as
0: well. Well, I guess I would say right out of the gate, we should say this is not fear-mongering. We are not trying to scare anyone. Right. We're gonna share facts. We're gonna share some stories that have been published mm-hmm. even weeks ago, Doug, yeah. and explain uh, some of what could be going on. And then we're going to help people see what the Bible says is coming. So uh, our intent is certainly never to scare anyone, as you well know. And so if you find yourself scared, uh, maybe re-listen a little bit or (laughs) let us know in the comments because uh, we certainly don't want you to be frightened uh, by anything happening uh, even right now. Doug, when I woke up this morning, I noticed my phone said SOS at the top. And I thought, you know, this house that I'm in is probably causing me problems and I didn't have any service. And so I thought, well, I'll restart my phone, drive to work. When I get there, it'll probably be fine. While I get here, still not fine. And so yeah. um, I had SOS on my phone until I think it was somewhere around noonish or so. Yeah. And apparently um, hundreds of thousands, millions of people experienced the same thing. Yeah. And people are freaking out when they can't scroll through Twitter and get the latest updates. Well, it just goes to show you <laughs> what life could be
1: like. Uh, I guess a lot of people don't remember what life was like before the internet. Um, you know,
0: I pe- listened to the radio on the way age. to work today. Yeah, there you go. Have you told me that this Access morning. to podcasts yeah. or anything else? And yeah, here we talked about that. <laughs> listening to the radio. 770 a.m. here in Dallas, which is what we air on. There you so. go. Uh, if you're in the dallas area and you can't get <laughs> us online 7:70 a.m is the station to join us on yeah. but uh, that's what i did doug and um it wasn't too bad yeah i mean you know back in the day we
1: didn't have this stuff and so you weren't you know used to it i, I was talking this morning in devotions and i was letting everybody know that i used to have to carry a maps go around with me in a vehicle mm-hmm. to find addresses we didn't have gps and and now people if you don't have your GPS, you probably can't find your way around. You're not used to, to learning how you're going. You're used to listening to that GPS tell you where you need to go and what you need to do next. Used to, you know, people would give directions and they say, well, you go up there by the Dairy Queen, you take a right, and you drive down to the Waterbury, and you take a left, you know, and you got directions like that. Well, mm-hmm. nowadays, we listen to that GPS, and uh, without it, a lot of people were probably lost today. Didn't Absolutely. know exactly
0: where to go or how to get there. So. Absolutely. Doug, um, you know, the title of this show is Asking If We're Under a Chinese Cyber Attack. Mm-hmm. Um, let's, I guess, talk about there were ma- major outages. Um, for AT&T, but not just AT&T, Verizon, T-Mobile. We're gonna show everyone why we're posing the question of could China be involved, but let's go through that because there are people even in the chat now saying um, they don't even know what we're talking about. They've had no issue. Some of them are saying, I have AT&T and I have no issue. Mm -hmm. And so can we just kind of explain how uh, I guess what's going on. Of course, I, I told my story about uh, waking up with SOS and there's a lot of other people dealing with that. So, what's that story all about?
1: Yeah, so apparently today around 4 uh, a.m. Eastern Time, uh, AT&T was the first one that was being uh, announced that they were receiving some issues and having some problems. So, it was AT&T, it turned out that Verizon Communications, which I, that's what I have, Uh, I didn't experience issues with it, but I know other people who did. And T-Mobile, which is who our internet provider is, where we live. And so if we would have been home, we wouldn't have had internet probably because they had so many people. It says that more than 51,000 outages uh, were recorded across the United States. The outages uh, impacted major cities. So, San Francisco was one of them, Houston, Texas. Of course, Dallas, Texas, we know, Chicago. And there's been many more. This was a early this morning when, whenever we started diving into this. And there's been more... Uh, that's come out since then. But the the really scary thing about this were people were not able to access 911 calls. So they they weren't able, if they needed help, assistance from the police or fire department, they weren't able to make those kind of calls. And this is a major problem, and this is what I guess most of the scare was, for a lot of people. You weren't able to get those emergency services. Uh, the the thing about it uh, is that this widespread outage disrupted regular communications and it poses that risk to public safety because you're not able to make those kind of calls you need to make. I know I called to try to check on uh, my stepmom because she lives by herself. She's 85 years old and you know I wanted to check on her. Well, she has AT&T, so guess what? No signal. It went straight to a voicemail And I saw later that she posted on Facebook, hey, I'm fine, but my phone's not working. She (laughs) had no idea what was going on, but she knew people would be trying to reach her uh, because we try to contact her every day and make sure she's okay. And so that kind of situation... And she's not...
0: I I wouldn't say that... I don't think we say that she would be in the Dallas area. No, she's far enough out there where I don't think they claim Dallas out there. Right. So it wasn't just the big cities. There's people really all over the United States having problems.
1: Yeah, because she lives in a rural area out in East Texas. And so, you know, that's the the thing is it was really statewide. I think this happened really statewide. And one of the strange things for my wife and I, when we were coming in this morning, we stopped to fill up at Sam's Club. You know, we get gas there because it's cheaper. And normally it's packed. It's, you know, three or four cars deep when you get there in the morning. And this morning there was nobody there. And I'm thinking, oh, okay, well, nobody's here. Uh, Well, when I roll up to the pump and try to use the card and everything, everything read okay, but when it came to turn the pump on, there was no pump. So I had to cancel transaction and leave without gas. So I don't know if that had anything to do with it, but it wouldn't surprise me if it did because, as you said earlier, Vince, um, there were other uh, people that were, um, you know, attacked like this. If this indeed was an attack, uh, we had... Several different, uh, I think uh, there were cable companies that received outages. There were pharmaceutical companies that received outages. So there's been a, a wide variety of different things. Um, and Doug, it
0: kind of highlights our digital dependence. Yes, it does. Um, a lot of people, like we said, are freaking out, not just because of social media, but um, there's, there, my generation maybe have never been to the bank. You know, they do everything from That's their phone. True. They yeah. don't keep a checkbook anymore. I'm like, and I, you don't have a, You don't even know what checks are. Like, yeah. people are so dependent on, and and not just my generation. There's, you know, I've got aunts, uncles, parent. You know, my everyone's my 82 year old grandmother yeah. is very digital dependent, and so it's <laughs> really um, the world that we live in now, and it we is. see that the capabilities yeah. that the powers that be have, you know, whether it be on accident or intentional, if if an aspect of this digital uh, life that we live is turned off or altered, mm-hmm. it really can wreck some people's lives. And so I start thinking about the future and what we see coming in Bible prophecy yeah. and how desperate people are going to be to comply so they can maintain their... Uh, life, you know, and and they're going to say, well, whatever I got to do to, you know, have these conveniences, sign me up.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, I mean, when you think of what could potentially happen with an EMP weapon, uh, it could take out power grids. It could take out um, things for, for months, maybe years. We don't even know. And now the military claim that they have a way to combat this. But in the civilian life, there's, there's not a way to really do that. We don't have the technology the military has. The military claims that they, even with an EMP, they would still be able to function as a military, even though a lot of the military is electronic and things. Uh, so they obviously have some safety measures put in place. We don't necessarily have that. Um, as individuals, but you know like we were saying before some people are reporting that this is a solar flare uh, But you know, I mean there There's not When you think of a solar flare, there's so many different ways that this is being affected It's like I'm not sure this was a solar flare instead of a cyber attack And some people are actually saying that it's a cyber attack.
0: Well Doug and we've got the the reports from pharmacies Yeah, I mean there's a bunch of people in the chat and we've seen it all over social media that people's prescriptions are being delayed because the systems for the pharmacies are down. So either it's not just cellular or they're dependent on cellular, which doesn't make sense. So there's also apparently problems with some portions of the medical system here in the United States. And there are people who need um, their prescription medication that cannot access it right now. So it's bigger than just... Social media and accessing your bank digitally and all that stuff. Uh, This is, we don't really know what's happening yet, I guess. Yeah, and,
1: and the thing about it is, here's here's the deal. They've been saying for, I think, two years now, since 2022, that uh, the sun was going to start producing more and more solar flares and it could affect your cell phone usage and things like that. It's almost as if this is a narrative that they're wanting you to get ready for, Vince saying, you know, this is going to happen. Uh, and so there's some people out there in the that, you know, have uh, channels where they put their opinions out about things, and, and some of them were saying, I, I know that their go-to is the solar flare thing, but this is much larger. So there's other people looking at this that probably have even different information than we have. Mm-hmm. Uh, but one of the things that someone posted, which we talked about before we came on the program, is last year uh, our senators were issued satellite
0: phones. May of 2023. Yeah.
1: And so that's interesting Just in case. Yeah, because if you have a satellite phone, it doesn't matter if your cell phone goes down, right? You have communication. Yeah. So interesting that they were issued that. I remember we talked about it. Almost a year ago. Yeah, very, very interesting. Uh, So there's there's a lot that this could be about. So I don't know where you want to go from here. Well, I want to ask everybody. Yeah.
0: Did you experience the outage? Uh, Yes or no? Put in the comments whether or not you were hit with the SOS message on your cell phone, and uh, maybe share your experience there in the comments. We'd love to hear from you, see who all affected from our audience. I do want to remind you before we move forward, uh, First Cup Coffee is a Christian-owned Patriot Coffee Company out of the great state of Texas. I think Doug's on Cup 3 for today, maybe 4. I think 4. Maybe (laughs) 4. They have 11 different roasts, each one named after a specific piece of American history. You can get one of those roasts, ground, whole bean, or even pods for you curing machine users, which I do not understand. Nonetheless, go to firstcup.com, use code in time to get ten percent off. If you subscribe, they're going to give you another ten percent off today. So go to firstcup.com, use code in time to get ten percent off today. Doug, what could be happening? So you referenced
1: uh, there in the teas today that the Leave the World Behind program yeah. that the Obamas produced, um, Barack Obama particularly, they used his information to feed this movie. Well, remember the movie, uh, we talked about it before, that the first thing that happens is cell phone communications go down. And then from there... It's on Netflix, by the way. Yeah, it's I, on, yeah. on Netflix. I've I,
0: seen clips, never seen it, but uh, you can, I guess, go watch some of the clips yourself and see how interesting it is that... It's kind of like what's happening today. It's very strange
1: of how coincidental it is of of the way it looks. But So they they had uh, President Barack Obama give them information about what would happen in a situation like this. He said cell phones would go down first. Then he talked about cargo ships and airplanes, their systems would go down and these things would crash. Uh, This happened in the movie and we go from this cyber attack affecting telephones all the way up to, and and I hate to spoil spoil it, but I know how it ends uh, with a bomb going off in New York City that looks like a nuclear uh, bomb had happened there. So you get this nuclear explosion in New York City at the end of it. It appears that we've gone from a cyber attack to a full scale war. So um, I'm not saying that's what's happening here. So y'all hear me and and understand that's not what we're saying. We're just saying that it's strange how um, art imitates life so much, uh, a lot here lately too. Uh, But Vince, I I think that we have a a clip here that I want to show and I think we've got enough time to show this clip. So this is from the producer of a movie called, it's a documentary called Grid Down, Power Up. And he is speaking with Fox News. I just want you to hear what he says. And we've sped it up just a little bit. It may sound a little strange, but we did this for for time. So check this clip out and see what he says about these attacks.
2: It's one of the worst possible scenarios you could think of. The good news? There is something that can be done about a potential widespread grid failure. A series of scenarios are played out in a new award-winning documentary. Joining us is the producer of Grid Down Power Up, David Tice. It's good to have you with us. Good to be with you. So how vulnerable, vulnerable exactly are we to a pervasive grid failure? Well, it's a major risk. And if you, we, the film talks about four different risks. One, a physical attack, like we've seen lately in North Carolina, as well as Oregon and Washington. Also an electromagnetic pulse attack, which is probably less likely, which is a burst of a nuclear blast that provides these gamma waves that will wipe out sensitive electronics. Also a cyber attack uh, that where we can have malware embedded in our systems and essentially shut down our grid, Mm -hmm. and fourthly is a geomagnetic disturbance or essentially a solar flare, and frankly the risk of that is 100%, that's going to happen. Yeah, and what would happen if our grid went down? So if our grid goes down coast to coast, and if it goes down for more than six months, there's been a congressionally mandated commission, and it found that as many as 90% of Americans would die. This is real, and frankly, it's very, very fixable, and even though it might sound incredibly unbelievable, you think about the fact that our municipal water systems Mm -hmm. are 100% dependent upon the grid. Think about your refrigerator, and if power was off for two months, and you couldn't go to Uber Eats, and if you didn't have enough food in your pantry, and if your neighbor's kids were hungry, you know the fact that you'd be at risk from them breaking into your house and stealing your food. Well, we certainly saw what happened with the Colonial Pipeline and the East Coast, Southeast Coast. We were without gasoline, couldn't go anywhere. So there's so many examples, but frankly, most of those examples still have to do with isolated scenarios. So think about this: one, it's normally an isolated geographic scenario. So North Carolina, we have 45,000 homes go out. There's people in South Carolina that can help or next door neighbors, etc. If it is coast to coast, where there's no real cavalry to come because everybody's wiped out, think how much worse that would be. And then think about the fact that if it was truly nine months and not just a few days. And then you're not going to have food resupply. Your water's going to go out. So it truly can turn into a, almost a zombie apocalypse Where is this unfathomable how bad it could be.
0: All right, well don't forget we're taking your calls. The number of joins us is 877 N time 877 Doug, what do you make of that clip? Well, they I mean- They didn't make that clip today. This is an old, right, old video.
1: Because this movie actually came out, I believe last year, it's streaming now on some of the streaming channels, but uh, It is. It goes through scenarios of what would happen. So the the frightening thing that he's talking about is is like what human nature would do when he talks about if the grid went down completely for one month, that I think he said one month, 90% of the population could be killed off because of the fact uh, that people, when they run out of food and run out of food sources, they're going to come looking for food. They're going to come to your house looking for food, and that's how some people would die. But we live in a different time now, Vince, where... Like my, my parents, they knew how to take care of themselves without having to go to the grocery store to buy things. I mean, they grew their own food and, and they knew how to kill their own uh, meat and fish and all that stuff. We've got kids nowadays that they don't know how to do anything but play video games. And so, it, you know, if it comes down to having to survive, there's a lot of people that would not be able to survive just because they don't have survival skills like cheat codes
0: out there in the real world
1: right that's that's right i mean you know my i can remember my grandfather telling me about the depression and the way that they had to live and the things they had to do to eat and uh i don't know that people could survive like that nowadays and so uh you know i mean if you've got to go out and catch your own food at night to to eat it and have dinner on the table Uh, you know, it's easier just to go over to your neighbor's house who may have food stored up and try to steal from them. And then that's what he's talking about. That's how crazy things could get. But, you know, I mean, one of the things about it is if a grid goes down, that's something that we need to think about. So, you know, things like we're telling people about just be ready, be prepared for things like that. That's why we tell you this stuff. And like I said before, this is not, we're not saying that this is an attack on our country and we know that for sure because nobody at this point, as far as I know, knows, uh, unless there's been something recent to come out that this was an actual cyber attack. However, some of the other stuff that we're about to look at will make you wonder if this is not part of the plan.
0: Well, and we're gonna bring in the China connection here, yeah. Doug, and, or at least I guess I should say, some speculate it's the china connection mm-hmm. you and i don't know for certain today if right. china's involved at all you yeah. should say that uh up front so um we're going to be bringing that up momentarily i do want to remind you that with elections in taiwan north korea on the brink of war iran increasing its ag- aggression there's a lot of global instability as we've experienced some today um, especially considering the digital world doug and how people are uh, struggling in that regard. How have you sheltered your savings and investments from potential major setbacks to this economy? Well, it's not too late to diversify on uh, your old IRA or 401k into a physical asset. Gold, uh, Birch Gold Group can help you with that. As opposed to many other investments, gold thrives in times of uncertainty. It's an important part of diversifying your savings. So Birch Gold can help you make it part of yours. By converting an existing IRA or 401k into a tax-sheltered IRA in gold, and it doesn't cost you a penny out of pocket. Just visit Birchgold.com/endtime for a free info kit with an A+ rating with the Better Business Bureau, countless five-star reviews, and thousands of happy customers. I encourage you to arm yourself with the knowledge of diversification through precious metals. Visit Birchgold.com/endtime. Claim your free info kit and protect your savings with gold, and always pray about what you and your family should do. Of course, we always recommend that um, above everything else, Doug. So be sure to do that today. And also, don't forget to share this video. Don't forget to comment. Give us the red heart instead of the blue thumbs up. It goes a long way in breaking through the algorithms, getting to your friends and family. The biggest and best thing you could do with helping us get the word out is share this video right now. All right, we're taking your calls to 877 time 877 Three six three eight four six three. give us a call, we have some open lines. Doug, where do we go to next?
1: Yeah, so we we talked about this Chinese connection, and so I've got a story here that comes from the Border Patrol union head. Uh, This is in just the news, and it it says that the National Border Border Patrol council president, Brandon Judd, expressed concern over the recent influx of military-aged Chinese men coming across the southern border. Now, we've talked about this before, Vince, but they say that more than 30,000 Chinese people uh, were detained by Border Patrol agents uh, for illegally crossing the border from January uh, to November of 2023, okay? So, it's a huge thing because these are not just uh, your run of the mill. I mean, when we see people coming across the border uh, in the past, it's been families, it's been fathers and mothers with their small children just trying to escape to get to a better way of life. But this is talking about what they've seen is they have seen uh, an influx of military aged men. So not families. And you got to think about, we, we've talked about this before. I think it was Carrie Lake who, who kind of said this and brought this to our attention once before. She said, uh, a man that has a family would not leave his family to go to another country. So these, these guys are not family men. These are men that are coming here for a reason. Uh, and, and we can't just say that we are assuming that they're coming here to fight against this country. And that's what this article goes on to say. It says the, the thing is, is we know that with this influx of these military-aged men, we've had um, the Chinese gangs in different areas Uh, really pick up in the United States. They said that the Chinese gangs control certain parts of our country and they said they control drug flow, they control prostitution, and they control everything uh, that's illegal in certain portions of this country. The Chinese gangs have control over that. So they're here and they're bringing reinforcements in it, it appears. But it's, like he said, he said we don't want people to uh, you know, think that this is something that they have to have hysteria against everyone that's from China. He's just pointing out the fact of what they're seeing in their intelligence and he said what we have to do is allow our intelligence to do the job that it was created to do and that's what we've got to do is follow and and observe and see what's really going on. He said some of these people could indeed just be trying to escape to a better life but it's just strange at how many they've had come into this country lately. And so it's not just Chinese, Vince. Of course, we know we've seen video after video of fighting-age men coming from all over the place. Uh, I was talking to one of our production crew today about an interview with an Iranian guy who came in. He wasn't on the terror list, but he came in through Turkey and he got into this country, and he was telling the reporters that were interviewing him, when they asked him why he came, he said, you know, America needs to be very careful because you look around and all these different people from all these different countries that aren't friends to America. And they're coming across your border freely and illegally, and who knows what their
0: intentions are. If you go to New York, they'll even give you money. Yeah. A lot of money.
1: Yeah, like a $10,000 gift card and things like that. So, I mean, it's it's strange what's happening right now on our border. But when we come back, we've got even some more information that is um, it's a little The fun. China connection. Yeah, China connection. All right, for sure. we'll be
0: right back. We have open lines at 877 in time, 877 363 8463.
3: Give us a call. A voice spoke to me and said, I've got something
1: I want to show you. I was so sure God had talked to me.
0: Mind Beast from Revelation 13 represents the end-time government of the Antichrist. Understanding the end time. Now streaming on End Time Plus and available to order at endtime.com UET. Go to endtime.com UET or call 800 end
3: What if you could understand Bible prophecy? Dave Robbins, the host of the End Time Show's TV and radio programs, is holding a free prophecy conference near you. Gain peace and understanding about what the Bible says concerning End Time prophecy. Call one 800 end or go to endtime.com slash events to see when Dave will be in a
0: location near you. Welcome back to the End Time Show. Ben Siegel here with Doug Norvell. Open lines at 877-END-TIME, 877-363-8463. Don't forget Dave and Jana Robbins will be in Gainesville, Florida on March 2nd and March 3rd. At 6 p.m. on March 2nd, Dave's gonna be teaching about his brand new lesson called The Green Horseman and World War III. Definitely relevant for the times, especially since October, um, since the Hamas and Israel war began. It is a topic that you need to hear. We'll also be making that available soon on End Time Plus, Doug. I don't have any dates yet, so don't call and want to know when it's coming out. We don't have a date yet, but he's going around the United States teaching that lesson, and we are going to record it and make it available on End Time Plus. But until then, you get early access. If you go to a conference near you, the next one's in Gainesville, Florida. Go to endtime.com slash events to learn more about the specific details at that conference, the venue, and such. You don't have to register. It's first come, first serve. And you could sit on the front row if you wanted, if you got there early enough. So uh, check that out at endtime.com slash events, or give us a call at 800-END-TIME. Now, Doug, uh, we talked about this China connection. Now, we have some clips to share before that. Where do we go from here on the show? So
1: while we're talking about this, uh, this comes from the American Thinker. Uh, Blog, and so this is more of an opinion piece, but it has some good information in there, and uh, we've got a little video without sound that I believe they'll show while we're talking about it. But uh, this this article actually says that uh, China prepares for war from inside the United States. So if you're if you're watching online, uh, you see that video there, and you can see if you're listening on the radio what we've got is some video of some Chinese. nationals that are in the desert and they are practicing with long rifles and pistols so know they which actually, desert do we know which desert I, I don't know where that desert is this was leaked footage from uh, different people who are on x that released this and these are immigrants and there's a lot there but it, there's a link to it in this article so if you went to the american thinker and looked for Chinese prepares for war within our um, the American borders, you'll see that. But it says that their security apparatus has also admitted that thousands, perhaps 10,000s of military age males uh, from countries that would, like every American dead, have crossed across our border. And there are countries like uh, Iran, Afghanistan, Syria, and many others. And they also grudgingly admit that it appears uh, Plenty of these military age males who happen to be Chinese just might be members of the Chinese military. So these may actually be military men. Uh, it says that this is kind of what their plan would be. Uh, from the Gatestone Institute, uh, this comes from a gentleman uh, named Gordon G. Chang. Uh, who is a, it says, an invaluable source of insight into the Chinese communist thinking. And so he structures in this article and tells you what he believes China uh, would do. And it says China's communist party is at this moment putting in place an infrastructure in America to attack America from within. Uh, He also says that in uh, Ridley, California, near uh, Fresno, authorities found a secret secret. Chinese biological weapons lab with at least 20 different pathogens in it. Uh, One of them that was included in it was the Ebola virus. He says, Chinese agents in addition to hobbling Americans with um, disease and gunning them down could bomb power stations, attack military bases, uh, start wildfires, poison reservoirs, and create terror in a dozen ways. He said that these tactics come straight out of a book called Unrestricted Warfare from 1999. It's a book written by two Chinese Air Force colonels and first published by the PLA Literature and Arts Publishing House in Beijing. So he says that these things are are already being prepared here, and of course you saw the footage where it looks like maybe they're training uh, in that type of information there for this. So This is something that, you know, Vince, we got to look at very seriously because we've had so many different um, people come into this country from all these different countries, like I was talking about before, and this article mentions that too. None of them really like the United States of America, and if they have access to guns, you remember not too long ago, we had footage where a rancher in South Texas had pictures where he was taking pictures of immigrants crossing with Uh, like AR-15s and things like that, they already had them crossing the border. So um, they're coming into our country armed, and those that come into this country unarmed, they're apparently hooking up with some of these gangs and getting guns, and they're able to have access
0: to weapons. And you know that they're not buying those legally, and so... uh, Now, now Doug, you just read all that information about the CCP and um, how the FBI is watching 300 people on the terrorist watch list. Can you remind us where that information is coming from? Is that someone talking that's a government official, or do you... Yeah,
1: yeah, so the article I just read is uh, that information is coming from uh, this uh, gentleman, Chang, who is, uh, it says that he is an expert in... Uh, The Chinese government and what they do there. Uh, It also comes from the FBI Watch list gotcha. So that's where we're getting this information. Of course that article that I I just read you is from uh, The free thinking uh, what's it called? Uh, American thinker is where I got that one Um, So these these articles are available out there as a matter of fact uh, Dave Robbins posted this article I just read to you on his Facebook page not too long ago, and I think it's even on our End Time uh, page on Facebook. So you you have access where you can go there. But the gentleman, Gordon G. Chang, uh, he is at the Gatestone Institute. He's the one that gave us that information
0: from that. Perfect. Now, Now, the FBI director actually had some comments about this a few weeks ago. Yes, he did. And I think we're going to get into that now. Yeah, if you're ready, let's do it. Whatever you say. All right. We got a video clip we're going to play first? Yeah, we're going to play a video clip. All right, check it out.
3: Tonight, the FBI director sounding the alarm about Chinese efforts to attack American power grids, transportation systems, and communications networks.
2: China's hackers are positioning on American infrastructure in preparation to wreak havoc and cause real-world harm to American citizens and communities
3: and Christopher Wray announcing a major takedown of a Chinese hacking operation on American soil, dubbed Volt Typhoon.
2: Working with our partners, the FBI ran a court-authorized on-network operation to shut down Volt Typhoon and the access it enabled. Steps China was taking, in other words, to find and prepare to destroy or degrade the civilian critical infrastructure that keeps us safe and prosperous
3: ray and other officials say China poses the world's greatest cyber threat and they warn that Americans remain vulnerable U.S. Cybersecurity chief Jen Easterly describing the devastating impact of a potential massive Chinese cyber attack Telecommunications going down. So people can't use their cell phone people start getting sick from polluted water Trains get derailed air traffic control system port control systems are malfunctioning. This is truly and. Everything, everywhere, all at once scenario. Easterly said China believes that sort of cyber attack would crush any American will to defend Taiwan from a Chinese invasion. In a statement to NBC News, a Chinese government spokesman denied China hacks into foreign networks, calling it irresponsible criticism.
1: Okay, so Vince, in that video, we see the FBI director uh, talking about this uh, cyber attack possibility, and that they've already shut down one hacking group within the United States. And so, this is something that is happening right now. It's why it doesn't make it hard to uh, imagine that this is a cyber attack, especially when so many different uh, divisions. We even saw some healthcare agencies, they were telling people, Don't even log into your healthcare. Uh, log in today because you could be hit with a cyber attack because they were being attacked. So there's different things if if it's a healthcare agency that's being attacked that doesn't sound like a solar flare to me sounds more like a cyber attack. Uh, they said that uh, the way that they're doing a lot of this is through, uh, you probably know more about this than I do, is the it's a, um, M- malware or something like that. What's it called? Malware? Malware. Yeah, so I don't even know what that is Vince But they said that that's how a lot you of this happens. You don't want it. You don't want that, Vince <laughs> You don't want this to happen, what happened right. today. And so the thing about it is if They say that this would be one way to detour us from wanting to protect Taiwan, okay? That's a big thing because we know that that's one thing our government has always said they would do just like how we're helping israel right now we have told taiwan that we would help protect taiwan in case of an invasion by china we know china has toyed with that idea over and over since the biden administration took over uh, they've done flyovers they've done big military buildups off their shores to to keep people in constant terror that they're getting ready to do this so chi- china thinks that if they can do this, it will make America not even want to get involved in that because we will be so frightened and terrified for these cyber attacks, uh, or maybe we'll be hit so hard that we're unable to help. Well,
0: Doug, I sent you a tweet earlier mm-hmm. from Marco Rubio. Yes. And he said, I don't know the cause of the at and outage. Of course, at this point, most thought it was just AT&T. Mm-hmm. But he said, I do know it will be a 100 times worse when China launches a cyber attack on America on the eve of a Taiwan invasion, and it won't be just cell service they hit, it will be your your power, your water, and your bank. Yeah, that's from Marco Rubio, which I don't think he has a history of trying to be a sensationalist or mm. scare people about things, so I found that to be an interesting uh, a tweet from him, especially tying in China to this, and that clip we just played is from three weeks ago, Doug.
1: Yeah. So they've been talking about it for a while, and apparently, in in another article I saw earlier, they had already toyed around with so many different uh, things, the the cyber attacks in different areas. That that's how they caught this group within the United States, is because they had already begun to target some people. So you think about this, folks, because everything that we've got is is online right now. I mean, we do everything; we live our lives pretty much through you know social media, and uh, you know i mean we're, we're putting out a lot of information about ourselves and so like you said before could this be a test run of an emp i mean that's an opinion of a lot of people is that that's exactly what this was now well doug remember the
0: the balloons that were floating all across the united yes. states those were just weather balloons right yeah that's what they said that was the initial report and yeah. many i mean that how, how many days i don't remember now i think it was like three days we just let that thing float over all across the united states yeah. before we did anything about it I, it makes me wonder how much what's happening data today. they were gathering <laughs> well, not only that but also yeah. what they reported then was very inaccurate initially yeah. And uh, here we are now, and can I trust the information? I'm not exactly sure. One thing that we know we can trust, Doug, and this is the best assurance that we've ever had in the history of mankind, is God. We can trust God above everything. And we look to the Scriptures, and we find peace and comfort, knowing that if you're on His side, Mm -hmm. you don't have to worry about all this stuff. Now, you might have some discomfort, GOD HASN'T CALLED US TO COMFORT Newsflash: <laughs> OPEN YOUR BIBLE AND READ WHAT HAPPENED TO JESUS, WHAT HAPPENED TO THE DISCIPLES. Uh, GOD HASN'T CALLED US TO THIS COMFORT LIFESTYLE THAT YOU MIGHT HEAR ABOUT um, WITH THE LATEST TELEVANGELIST. Right NOW, WE TALK ABOUT PROSPERITY, OF COURSE. I BELIEVE GOD WANTS TO BLESS US, AND I PRAY PROSPERITY ON MY FRIENDS AND PEOPLE'S LIVES THAT I'M CONNECTED TO IN EVERY ASPECT OF THEIR LIFE. AT THE SAME TIME, WE KNOW, it ain't always Mm-mm. apple pie and blue, bu- blue Bell ice cream. Oh man, that's true. It's not. It, it, we go through hard times sometimes. So yeah. uh, we're not exempt from tribulations. That's right. But we can trust God and we'll talk more about that on the other side of the break. We'll talk more, uh, we'll, we'll get to more calls on the other side of the break as well. Stephen from Georgia will be coming to you soon. Uh, stay tuned for more. Give us a call at 877 in time Eight seven seven three six three eight four six three.
2: They that understand what is taking place will instruct many. Except a man is born again,
0: he can enter or see the kingdom of God.
4: End
5: time is not going anywhere.
0: back to The End Time Show. Vince Siegel here with Doug Norvell. Open lines at 877-END-TIME, 877-363-8463. Uh, what do you know about this SOS notice that most people, or that a lot of people got uh, this morning? If you have any technical background or you're an engineer in some way or you know anything about this stuff, we'd love to hear from you. We'd love your questions about the subject and how it might connect to Bible prophecy. Give us a call, 877-363-8463. Don't forget also that Dave and Jana Robbins will be in Gainesville, Florida, March 2nd and 3rd. You can go to endtime.com slash events to learn more about that conference or you can give us a call at 800-END-TIME. We'll be happy to help you out over the phone. It's definitely a conference you want to make plans to attend. Uh, There'll be people flying in, driving for hours away, and then, of course, a lot of local people from Gainesville. It's typically how a conference will work. Uh, It's first-come, first-served, so you can have a front-row seat if you get there early enough. Of course, you'll be able to meet Dave and Jana Robbins. Uh, They are not, uh, they don't behave like, um, you know, Taylor Swift or someone that might be a...
1: (laughs) Thank goodness. uh,
0: ...mainstream celebrity. They're not going to sneak in the back, and um, you don't get to talk to them. They're going to be there early. You can say hello, they'll have a conversation with you, and of course they would love to meet you, so make plans to come to Gainesville, Florida. Doug, we ready to go to the phones? Let's do it. Stevens in Georgia. Uh, Stephen, welcome to the End Time Show.
4: Hey, yes, uh, thanks for taking my call. Um, I was observant this morning when I woke up and I saw the SOS thing on my phone, and first I thought it was just my phone, because my wife, her phone, Nothing was wrong with it. She still had service. And then when I went to work, um, some of the people at work, they had service. So I didn't really know what was going on. And before 8 o'clock, I noticed uh, there was an article on the computer about it. So after I thought about it, I thought it was kind of odd having the article come out so early in the morning uh, explaining what was going on. But then when you said it, it started about four. Uh, could be understandable. Um, so and But then when I went down the road, I went out for some deliveries, and I'd go through areas where I'd have service. So I found that kind of odd, too, um, in regards. But also, I, you were talking about the New York, the movie about New York, and it's happening. Have you ever seen, uh, St. John's Cathedral? Uh, they have pillars around the, uh, cathedral that has events displayed on them, and one of them looks like a apocalyptic event or, you know, a terrorist event, something like that, Mm -hmm. um, that happens with New York.
1: Well, I mean... Um, there's, you know, these subliminal messages that they put in things, it, it doesn't surprise me, but so once, let me ask you this, Stephen, because once you realized, okay, that this phone's down, I'm getting this SOS situation, w- were you ever at a point where in your mind before you saw anything about it, did you think of it being just a random thing or did you think, oh, this could be the beginning of something? What, what went through your mind personally?
4: I mean, I thought it could have been something or thought it was nothing. I don't know. I just, I really look for, before I get worried, um, because my faith and trust is in Jesus. I mean, you know, I look for more stuff to really go chaotic before I I begin to worry about something. I kind of feel like this was, like you said, a, a predictive you know a preamble to possibly something more uh later down the line um but i mean as far as me it was just business as usual go on right. do it go about my day no phone for today <laughs> but well i know, you know
1: to to the younger generation because i've i've talked to a couple of people um uh, that you know the younger generation it was kind of a a blow to them because they are not used to being without being able to use that cell phone and and like the GPS and things like that that we were talking about before. And they they didn't think anything about it other than this is just an inconvenience for me. My phone's not working right now. Some people told me that they went to the AT&T store thinking that it was just an AT&T problem. And when they got to the AT&T store, there was a line around the building of people wanting to get in there and find out what was going on. And so, I mean, you, you think about that. I mean, it was more just an inconvenience for folks. Uh, but, you know, I mean, when we look at things like, like we said today, we're not really saying that that's what this is. But we want to bring people's attention to look for things like this as, you know, we move forward. Who knows what's going to happen, uh, you know, here in the, in the near right. future.
4: Yeah, and, and have things in order for, for when things do go bad, you yes, know, sir. you're not left standing there trying to figure things out you kind of got got a beat on things already
1: yes sir and we are in the end time so it's no no better time than right now for everybody to really start seeking and getting in the word of God and having that relationship with the Lord and making sure they're born again and and they know where they're going if something were to happen
4: yes sir absolutely
0: Stephen thanks for your call we appreciate it very much Uh, God bless you. We have open lines at 877-END-TIME, 877-363-8463. Give us a call. Doug, I would uh, reiterate how important it is for people to have a paper Bible. Yeah, absolutely. And a paper version of Understand the End Time book. Get you a paper Bible, get you that book, uh, and there's no AT&T or China or whatever else that can stop you from accessing that if you have it right there on your nightstand or in your living room or wherever you're going to keep it. Yeah. So get you a paper Bible, get you a paper version of Understand the End Time at endtime.com slash U-E-T, and uh, be sure you're equipped to um, maintain your spiritual well-being, and that's certainly what you need uh, through the Bible, and of course, Understand the End Time can help you navigate these end times. Doug, I forgot to bring this up to you all day today. Uh-oh this is something that I've been meaning to mention. So you're gonna hear this, I'm sure you've already heard it, but maybe it's gonna be a surprise. Did you hear about Elon Musk's tweet last night? No. Probably. He said, this is a test. And he made the tweet to where no one could comment. So like, you're, I know, I guess it's a post now, sorry. But you know people can uh, reply mm-hmm. on X and there's that whole thread, and you can scroll down and see people's responses. Mm-hmm. He made it to where no one could do that. You can, you can do that. Um, Interesting. So this is just a post on X that says, this is a test. No, you can retweet it, repost it. You can heart it, mm-hmm. but you cannot comment. And wow. it's had 47 million views. Interesting. And of course, everyone's going is Elon Musk in? No, they're not doing that. <laughs> but they're they're going. Right. What did Elon know last night? Yeah. And was he connected to all this? It's very interesting.
1: I mean, he knows that his post work on Twitter, so he wasn't saying this is a test to see if my if my post works. Right. It's very
0: interesting. Yeah. And um, another thing I saw on Twitter today was connected to Project Bluebird.
1: Yeah, tell Which, us about that. That was interesting to me when you were. I don't know enough
0: that. to talk about it in detail, but basically okay. it's connected to the CIA um, looking into citizens. Mm. And apparently it was called Project Bluebird. And it's interesting because of the CIA's connection with formerly Twitter. And of course, their logo was a Bluebird. And so people are speculating some things. But nonetheless. Elon has gone in and changed that. There's no bluebird now. It's called X. Very interesting. So who knows what's going on Maybe he has some
1: insider information.
0: You never know. I I guarantee he does, but you never know what it is. Well, that's true.
1: One thing I wanted to tell everybody about, because we talked about this before and we went there today, so this is a good page to reference for people if if something like this happens again, or I guess I should say when something like this happens again. There is a web page called Down Detector down detector if you go to that website it shows you all the uh, systems that were down today uh it gives the whole list of of everybody that was affected by this but then it's it's an ongoing thing so anytime there's an outage if you were just having a, one of those days where your internet went out you can check on that page and see if you're internet supplier is one uh that is down and there's reports about it going down it also gives you graphics where you can pull it up and you can see how many people have reported mm-hmm. that particular system down and so you can see how many people it's affecting so i think that that's a good tool to have it's called down detector uh so everybody should should probably uh, check that page out and um and just go there so it's just something beneficial for you to have uh in
0: your um, you know, your information. Absolutely. So, Are we Ready to go back to the phone? Sure, let's do All it. right, we're gonna to go to Missouri. Mark's watching there. Mark, welcome to the end time show.
5: Hey, <laughs> well, I'm technically challenged too, Doug. Um, it's a good thing you got that kid next to you, Vince, that can kind of straighten y'all out all malware and all that kind That's of stuff. Right. But I don't know, nobody's mentioned this, that everybody's cell phone runs off the internet. And depending on who you're talking to and what you're doing, You have to go through the internet to do it so that's why some people's stuff was connected and some people's wasn't depending on where it's going to make the connection
0: well you know they use the the internet connection which would be when you're connected to wi-fi and then there's cellular data through the cellular towers and so uh, that's a little more old school of course now we've got lte and 5g plus and all this stuff but uh yeah my phone worked just fine on wi-fi and you can do wi-fi calling um, so the problem, I think, for most of the people I talked to was, especially here in Dallas, a lot of people need GPS to navigate. Mm-hmm. Well, they didn't have that option. Yep. And so they're, they're GPSing it from home, yeah. screenshotting the instructions on their phone because <laughs> they don't have a printer either, <laughs> right, of course. yeah. I, I mean, hate, I, hate to, I don't like paper, Doug. I don't yeah, print hardly anything. Got rid of So things. that's what people are doing. They're screenshotting the instructions right. and then taking their phone with them with no service to navigate. Yeah. So the GPS thing, I think, was the biggest uh the biggest thing for a lot of people I'm connected to. Yeah.
5: Well, I never use Wi-Fi because that's where all this government connections and crooks and everybody in. I have unlimited and the big word is untethered. They all say unlimited, but uh, whenever you run out of the whatever data you're paying for it starts jerking around, whatever. But I have untethered cause I've been with T-Mobile for like 28 years before it was even T-Mobile and wow. I got a special deal. I'm special, I guess, but, uh, uh, they still do limit you because they don't want somebody getting in there in my situation and running a business and using all kinds of data, you know? Um, but the tethered part is the part that nobody ever hears about, but Wi-Fi is terrible. That's where you get all your crooks,
1: right?
0: Well, there you go. Appreciate your insight, Mark.
5: I love you. Thank you, Mark. God
0: bless you. Love you. Appreciate your call. Doug. Yeah. We're wrapping it up. We've only got a little more than a minute left here. Well, how do you I, how do you wrap up a show like today?
1: Well, this is this is what I did today. I I went to Psalms and I found Psalm 27, and and just a, a few verses there. Vince, will you close this out by reading that because it gives you some
0: some hope there even when you're surrounded. Uh, the 27th Psalm: The Lord is my light and my salvation; whom shall I fear? The Lord is the strength of my life. Whom shall I be afraid when the wicked, even mine enemies and my foes come up upon me to eat up my flesh? They stumbled and fell. Though a host should encamp against me, my heart shall not fear. Though war should rise against me, is this will, in this will I will be confident. One thing have I desired of the Lord that I will seek after, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life, to behold the beauty of the Lord and to inquire in his temple."
1: Yeah, so, you know, David wrote that psalm when he was running, you know, for his life, basically. But he never lost his faith, and that's what we got to remember is do not lose your faith. Our
0: faith isn't in technology.
1: It's not in the world. It's in Jesus Christ.
0: Amen. Doug, this hour flew by today. Maybe we need that extra hour. What do you think? (laughs) Let us know in the comments. Do we need it or not? I don't know if the people have spoken yet, Doug. So let us know. Don't forget, you can go to watch.entime.com, endtime.com to participate in thousands of hours of content. We've got videos. We've got articles. There's all sorts of content available that's totally free because of generous partners like you. There's a lot of people that give every single month at endtime.com give. And of course, we need your continued support and increased support as we navigate these end times to get the word out and expand this message throughout the world. So, consider giving. Uh, follow the leading of the Spirit in that regard at endtime.com/give. We'll see you right back here tomorrow.